0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Strategy Game Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Shippy, and today we're talking about something very important, how we get serious about our time and blocking distraction. So in today's episode this is part of season two and we're really talking about getting intentional with our time and our habits and our routines because when we focus on blocking distraction when we remove it then excuses can't hold us back from executing on our vision now sometimes that may be scary or intimidating because we may want those distractions so that we don't have to do the work that maybe we don't wanna do or maybe that we're afraid to do. Maybe there are some underlying things that are preventing us from getting focused. So as I write this, I really knew that I needed to do it for six months to a year before I actually typed these words, before I wrote out the strategy masterclass and produced it. Why didn't I do it? Well, distraction. So I understand where you are right now, if you're feeling stuck or you just can't get motivated, but I want to encourage you not to let it hold you back. Distraction is the enemy of purpose. I'm going to say that one more time because it's one of my favorite, most powerful phrases. Distraction is the enemy of purpose. So when you are walking in a place of allowing distraction into your life, then you can't walk in a place of purpose and intention. Now, obviously I know that we're human, right? So there are always going to be things that come up and there are good distractions like time with friends and family and intentional communication and just fun, right? Or being outside, whatever it is. But there's also the distraction that actually holds you back from doing that thing that you know that you are supposed to be doing or are created to do, right? So there's discernment there. And I would encourage you to think about what those things are for you. Like, is there healthy distraction or is there unhealthy distraction? And what do those things look like? So there's there's such a great purpose that lies ahead for each one of us. And I know that, a lot of people say that and it may sound cliche, but really it's true because think about how we're all so individually created and think about how different each one of us is. And when we're all operating in our different purposes, we're able to encourage each other. Um, we're able to bounce things off of each other, we're able to serve different people. And if we all serve and if we all walk in our purpose then that makes a beautiful world. I mean, I know that's rose-colored glasses, but it really is true, right? So to start walking in it, you've got to tear through your life and go after those distractions with a fly swatter. I'm not kidding. Picture yourself with a fly swatter, swinging it around, batting that Netflix away or whatever it is for you. And I'm going to go through right now eight ways you can remove distraction and focus on what matters. So we live in a world that's full of distraction, right? And so it's... seeks to destroy your purpose. It's just not enough to try to eliminate it anymore because there are marketers and there are influencers who have gotten smarter and who make a lot of money (laughs) on capturing your attention. And sometimes we are then wasting time that we could be doing something effective. So we have to outsmart them. We have to block out the things that aren't necessary in our days to create white space for creating, dreaming, focusing and really seeing the people around us. Because when we do more of this, we grow, we refuel our tanks and we connect with those around us, which transforms the way we do life. So it's a whole loop. It's not just to work or to strive or to perform more, it's to refuel our tanks, it's to grow, it's to meaningfully connect with people in the way that we do life. So right now I'm gonna talk about eight ways that you can remove distraction. And a lot of these have to do with technology. And I'm starting here because I do believe that our phones and all of our social media and our notifications can be some of the greatest distractors in our lives. So I want to start there because I think we. can get really instant meaningful change. The first one is get clarity. So if we can't get to a place of hearing, reflecting, and listening to the direction that we are supposed to move next, we'll continue to lack clarity and be foggy. And if we lack clarity, then we can't really make stuff that matters. So time to do that focus work creates the biggest impact. It doesn't have to be long. So literally we can carve out 10 minutes a day or it can be 20 minutes a day, but it just needs to be a time when the world or your house is quiet. So is that early in the day? Is that at night? Is it midday? What does that look like for you? I would just encourage you, even if it's two to three days a week, to carve out 10 minutes of time where you have nothing else before you but maybe a blank sheet of paper, or if you draw a sketchbook, whatever it is that gets that creativity flowing and allows you to hear your voice and a voice greater than yours, if that's your belief and that you're able to listen, right? And that's where Some of the moments, come. I mean, really, that's where the whole strategy masterclass came from. That's where storywork.co came from. That's where the idea for the blog, the podcast, everything that I've created over the past few years, that's where it's come from. It's, It's those moments of quiet and those moments of silence. Number two, develop a greater sense of of self-awareness. When we aren't pulled in a million different directions, we have more space to hear our own voice. And when we do more of that, we can become more mature in our intuition. So knowing ourselves allows us to reflect on where we need to improve and how we handle all the relationships in our lives and where to head next. So whenever you're foggy, getting quiet is usually the answer. And if you can't get quiet by sitting, if you have too much energy, what I do is go for a walk. Walks are amazing. So right now I'm kind of in a season where it's really hard for me to sit down and sit still just because of new routines. I'm um, in a hybrid homeschool program with my kids. My mind is kind of running a million miles a minute, But I'm also feeling really restless right now. So I've been going for walks um, at least one morning a week, and it'll help me walk a couple miles and just think and just look around and just listen right to the sounds. It really, really helps. Number three, removes comparison. So comparison is the thief of joy. Distractions often involve time spent comparing ourselves to what others are doing, right? And it creeps in. Like even for me, I can say, oh, I don't typically compare myself. But when I think about it, if I'm on social media and I'm scrolling through, I can say, oh man, look at everything that they're doing. Look at what I'm not doing. I'm not feeling motivated right now. It can creep in. So we have to catch it. We have to take those thoughts uh, captive. So freeing ourselves of more distraction allows space for our own unique thoughts to come through instead of the thoughts and the voices of other people. And and both are good. um, But I think discernment is needed to know when there are seasons when we need to make space for our own thoughts versus the thoughts of others. So sometimes it's good to step away from the thoughts of others and to pull back a little bit. I'm in a season of this a little bit of retreating to listen so that I can then move forward. So there's only one you. I want to remind you of that. And no one else would do it exactly like you would. Think about that. How do you do what you do differently and uniquely than anyone else? Capture that in a few sentences and let that drive your marketing. When you start knowing the tremendous value this holds, you will seek to clear out that comparison number four create meaningful things so we all crave to create or add a voice that matters and when we remove distraction the combination of focus self-awareness and removal of comparison allows us to get in a place of doing the deeper work related to our identity who we are and how that translates into the things that we create and it's beautiful to watch So here's a few things, a few tech tips, right? So we gave four tips that are general, right? What it allows you to do, get clarity, develop self-awareness, remove comparison, and create meaningful things. We all want that, right? We all want to clear the fog. Now, here's how you can start removing the distraction now. Go through your phone and delete all unnecessary apps off of your phone. It's brilliant. I've done this. my My email doesn't push directly to my phone, I can check it manually whenever I want. I set limits for certain apps. So I don't have the Facebook app on my phone anymore. I only use it on desktop. And Instagram, you can set like a 30 minute time limit. I usually fast from social media for at least a day a week because it's super, super helpful to just create and to just not be hearing other noise in my mind because I have enough noise up there to begin with. I don't need any more. And rearrange your icons and move all the social links to the back. That really helped me. Number two, download moment or enable your screen time on your phone to be able to track it. My screen time is some weeks. It is scary. It is um, beyond what I want it to be. And it kind of keeps me in check of like, Hey, I need to, I need to leave my phone more. Number three, I actually still have my, I've had my phone in grayscale for quite a few months, but number three is to grayscale your phone. All you have to do if you have an iPhone is click the um, the volume down button three times quickly, and it'll go to grayscale. And science says you don't pick it up as much. There's actually research on this. And I think Tim Ferriss talked about this a great deal. It makes it not very exciting to look at, which is just the way I want it. Number four, be far away from your home. So leave your phone at home certain times. Move your home charging station out of your room and create a no phone zone. So for us, we have a no phone zone in the laundry room. So I park my phone there at night and it stays there until the morning. And sometimes in the middle of the day, if I feel like I've been on it too much, I just go put it in there. It's great. It feels so free to just like walk around my house not feeling tethered to something because in a strange way, when I have it right there, I almost feel tethered to it. So I want to break that off, right? I don't want to be attached to any particular thing unhealthily, right? And it allows my thoughts to come more freely. And then I'll just keep a notebook nearby and write down the ideas. Number five, activate, do not disturb on your phone during certain hours. So mine is active from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. and Basically, I can get text messages or calls, but it just blocks out all of the other apps like social apps, news apps, things like that. And I can always ignore it if I want to. And sometimes I do for certain apps, but it also just allows me to not go there. Like sometimes I'll start and I'll be like, oh, no, no, it's grayed out. Never mind. I'll just put it away. And so it's just kind of a reminder to remind me to be present. Number six, activate, do not disturb while driving on your phone. This was a big one because it's such a tendency to just pick up the phone at every red light. It's actually hard. I want to challenge you to try to drive the entire day wherever you're going without picking up your phone one time because it's hard at a stop sign at a red light. I mean, some of us right, are tempted even while driving, which is not a good idea ever so, but we're so attached to it and we get those notifications, you know, we're, we're right on it, which I've disabled the notifications on my phone too. So, um, they actually don't even come up. I have to check my phone to see if I have any messages. Number seven, activate, do not disturb on your desktop while doing focus work. So when I'm getting ready to go into a call or a work sprint, which I do in like 20 minute increments, not every day, but like when I know I need to get focus work done and I'm having a hard time, um, I'll activate do not disturb on my desktop so I don't get any pop-ups and I will use a timer. I'll just set a timer for 25 minutes. I'll outline what I wanna get done. And honestly, I can't believe how much I get done in 25 minutes if I set a timer. There's something mental about this where it almost feels like a game. It's crazy the amount of things I can get done if I put away all the other technology and I just focus on this one thing It's incredible. And when you, here's an extra tip, when you're sure to do this type of work during your most productive time of day, so for me, that's the morning hours prior to 10, you can knock so much stuff out. And the last one, number eight, reflect on why. So most importantly, just take five minutes and write down some thoughts on why you post to social media, why you pick up your phone, right? Is it avoiding something that you should be doing or is it just an escape for you? or it just being still for a few minutes just does not sound fun? What what does it distract you from otherwise? And what changes do you wanna make? So we've actually put together a free PDF for you with a whole cheat sheet and a space for you to write, reflect on why, um, all the things that we've talked about in this episode, it's pretty powerful. And we also even give you space to do, journal out like a day in the life so you can get really intentional along with two recommended reads on this topic that we would love for you to read and share with us. So if you want that PDF, click on the, sh- the link in the show notes and it'll take you to the free PDF guide and start to get intentional with your time. Because really, even if you feel like I don't have time or space for this, five minutes a day is life-changing. Not kidding. Like without distraction, it's incredible the results that it can produce for you. And maybe not even like monetarily, but just from a life perspective, just from a being present and connecting with yourself and others. And that human genuine connection really, really fuels us and fills us up. So cheers to a life full of focusing on the things that matter most. And if you want more on this, part two of the strategy masterclass is all about habits and routines and getting your time so that it matters the most. So we'll also include a link in those show notes too, so that you can go back and look at it. Thanks so much for joining us.